Hello, welcome to Listen Linda. I've been gone for quite some time and apologies if you are looking forward to my next episode. I've been switching jobs and it's been heck of a ride doing so. So that's why I haven't really um, created an episode lately. But that being said, I'm back um, better than ever because now I feel just a lot more um, at peace with my job that I'm at and I'm excited to start. Um, I already kind of started but I haven't officially started. I'm doing part-time with both jobs just because I work with clients on the spectrum and I didn't want to leave them hanging until you know they had what they needed before I left. So that's my life right now. A little crazy but also I get a little bit of time to myself because I'm still transitioning and everything like that. Anyways this episode is going to be about manding. Um I'm going to explain what manding is, but before we start, I did want to say thank you so much for all the people that have reached out to me. It really means a lot to me, and please continue to share and tell friends about this. I have been hearing that it's been helpful to hear about ABA, and um, yeah, it means the world to me for you guys to do so. So, that being said, what is manding? Uh, Manning is literally requesting for something. It's just asking for what you want, and we teach a lot of children and adults on the spectrum and how to do so appropriately. Um, a lot of clients you might find will engage in maybe aggression, um, yelling, tantrums, all those things in order to receive what they want. And it's literally just because they don't know how to express what they want. And so manding or teaching someone to mand or request for something is probably one of the biggest things we work on. It's one of the first things a BCBA will work on. Um, unless there's something else that's dire, but it's just usually one of the first things. And it's so important to teach it. And the different ways that I have taught it is by starting out with teaching just one word mans. Uh, what that looks like is I'll figure out what their favorite things are, things that I know that they want. And I do that by asking parents or just observing the child or adult. And so for instance, if I know that they really love a chocolate bar, I will teach them to man for chocolate or ask for chocolate i keep saying man man literally just means requesting it's a term we use um so i'll probably switch off between the two because it's really hard to switch your brain to using but anyways um yeah so if a client really likes chocolate or if they really like oh an ipad ipad's huge with a lot of children on the spectrum or children in general but if i know that that's what they want i'll teach them to say ipad so I start out with one word mans and then I go into two words and then three words and by the time they hit three it's it gets a little fuzzy and it could be between four or five. Um, my first step after so first step is teaching one word man my second step is going to teach them how to do two word mans and that looks like a verb with a noun so that could be eat chocolate instead of just chocolate so I'm just trying to expand what they can tell me, what can they can say. And that's for several reasons. I mean, an obvious one is sometimes you might just go up to someone and be like, chocolate, they're not really gonna know what you want. Yeah, they might think, oh, okay, maybe they want chocolate, but it's just, it's just an awkward way to go up to someone and just say chocolate. So we're, we're starting to teach them into um, getting into those sentence forms of man's or sentence 
Manning Forbes. Anyways, <laughs> irrelevant to that. <laughs> I mean, that's irrelevant. But uh, anyways, so we're doing the two-word mans, and that will look like also, other than eat chocolate, it can be play iPad or read book or um, go outside. So we're just starting to hit those two-word mans and make sure that they can do those. Um, also, what I do on the side of teaching a two-word man is I'll teach the verbs. And don't worry, this will get relevant to you and um, the listener if you're not working with children on the spectrum or children at all or people that with a delay of language. This will get relevant, but I wanted to kind of get this part out because I find I feel it's so important to understand the background of it. Um, so how after how I teach the noun verb mans is I also on the side will be teaching verbs. So usually a client that I'm starting out with one word mans don't doesn't know how to use verbs or don't know what the verbs are. So I'll teach verbs and I'll teach it by using um, pictures or actions that I do and I ask them what am I doing and or what are they doing if I show them a picture and that will kind of help out with the two word mans. This is just how I do it. I'm not sure if other BCBs do it differently. From my colleagues, I find that they do it similar to the way I do it. Um, that's how I was taught as well. So I find it the help, most helpful because not only am I teaching them the verbs, but I'm explaining, I'm also teaching them how to use it in their everyday life. And so once I hit the two word mans, I go into three word mans, and that's I want blank. Um, and I will teach them how to use that. In the natural environment now also when i'm doing mans i do not give a client or child the item that they're asking for until they actually ask for it appropriately and that's to teach them they can't get something just by crying yelling aggression they have to use the words in order to get it and that's going to help you in the long run um, that's not to say that while a, con while a client's having their full-blown tantrum, that I'd be like, nope, you have to say chocolate to get chocolate. I'm not going to do that. That's just, <laughs> it doesn't usually work out well. If a client's having a tantrum and I know they want chocolate, I'll just have them point to it or, um, sign it if they are using sign language, um, and then teach them to make sh and make sure that they can say chocolate and then afterwards, you know keep teaching that. Um, I'm never going to want to frustrate a client who's already frustrated. I am trying to make it so I'm not having a client have a tantrum or have a an outburst of aggression or whatever the case might be. A job of a BCBA should always, always be to minimize all those maladaptive behaviors. You know, we're not, we're not trying to create them we're not trying to make them worse when they're happening we're trying to find ways to reduce it in the moment and we're also trying to find ways to re reduce it afterwards in the future and that's just something so important and I want it to be known um I also use choice boards with pictures and words and um I actually had a client who started using words because I gave him a choice word and he used to not use not man for anything he used to just point to things and he was able to start requesting using his words and mom and dad were just so happy and it's just as simple as having a choice board with pictures and the word underneath it so i would have a picture of candy and write, write candy underneath it and that was his way of being able to ask for that um i didn't just teach candy i taught everything other things as well but that's just an example and then I start using I want blank or can I have blank and I put that on a piece of paper and I 
get them to start saying I want blah blah blah. and by that point they're kind of starting to read or hopefully if not it still kind of prompts them by showing them words and it reminds them to use their words anyways that's um how we use it and uh I, I wanted to make this episode because I was thinking about um, The Notebook. <laughs> so funny. I haven't watched it in a while, but there's this like part in The Notebook that's like, what do you want? And she's just like, I don't know. And I think that that's what life, how life can be sometimes. You're just at this like, you're getting frustrated, you're getting angry, you're getting overwhelmed whatever the case may be and it's kind of like you just don't know what you want and then in turn you don't know how to express it or say what you want and we I teach my clients all the time to just express what they want and then they could have it yet I myself and I see other adults don't know how to express what they want and they find themselves confused and frustrated and going through the same motions that I actually see my clients engaging in um just an adult version of it uh it's funny how you can see a an adult have a tantrum without really breaking down crying and banging on the floor but they're having their own version of one and it's just because we don't it's almost like we forgot to teach ourselves and other people how to just request for the things we want and how to figure out what we want so I wanted to do this episode with that in mind um that being said how you can ask for what you want well first you got to figure out what you do want and by that, you really got to sit and kind of like figure that out. I mean, it's, it's as simple as that. And how I did it, and I want to give this example uh, because I'd mentioned how I switched jobs. There's so many things about my old job. Granted, I love the company. There were so many great things about it. There's just some things I didn't feel like matched who I was and what I wanted. And I just kind of still went along with it. And um, I'd get frustrated or feel really down about how things were going and I just didn't want to change it because I just didn't realize what I wanted and so how I figured it out was I started talking to other companies and I started telling them how things were going with us without giving too much detail but just expressing the little things that I felt like weren't going the way I wanted them to and they were able to give me input on how they run things and then I started realizing more and more of what I wanted and I think you could probably do that with anything just by getting the information, researching, doing your own thing outside of whatever you may be doing that's frustrating you, and then figuring out what you want. And then once you do, you just got to express it. You got to find a way to let it be known. So I told my company, uh, my old one, what I wanted, and it was just what not something that was going to match, but I found a company that felt really good and matched exactly what I wanted and I was able to express to them what I wanted and they were able to say yeah that's what we do and you're good to go kind of thing and from there I was really excited about the opportunity to grow in a company that I felt matched what I wanted and how I would want to run things when I start to my own company um so I'm really excited about that and I wanted it to be known for you guys that you can find what is bothering you do your research figure out what's not fitting what you want and then use your voice but it doesn't have to just be with a job it could be with anything with your significant other with your parents with your siblings with your friends um i think we get into this motion of 
oh, they're not doing blah, 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 or this is not doing, you know, this or whatever we get in our mind about how things are supposed to be, but we're not expressing what we want. And how will someone know what you want if they you don't say it? You know, asking you shall receive. You're not going to get what you want unless you ask for it. I mean, it's even if you don't ask for it and you receive it, then maybe you manifested it. But the, the chances of that without you knowing what you want and being able to express it are pretty low. I mean, I've tried, trust me. <laughs> so, But I, I hope that you guys can do that. I hope you can find what you want and express it. And if you get frustrated, you can take a step back and realize, okay, what I want is this, this, and that they're not, they're doing this, this, and that, which is frustrating me. Let me just express myself, say what I want, use my words, and then you'll see that it's not, um, it, well, it doesn't start so much of a fight because it's coming from a place of this is how I feel, this is what I want, and when it comes to a relationship, if the person, or, you know, relationship, job, anything, if the person cannot give you what you want, then you know for you that this is not right for you and that you just need to move on. It is what it is, um, saying goodbye hurts and it sucks and been there. Uh, it wasn't easy saying goodbye to my clients and I'm still actually in the process of doing so by switching to the new one, my new company. But with that being said, I just feel as though it's so important to know what you want and go after it. Don't wait around for someone to just hand it to you. Don't wait around for someone to change. Um, figure that part out figure it out and you shall receive. I truly believe in it because that's what I've been experiencing with my own life. So I'm not saying something out of BS. I'm saying something out of experience and out of knowing what I see with my clients, out of knowing what I see with my own life and what my friends have been going through as well. So yeah, um, that's pretty much it for this episode. That's I wanted you guys to know that. I hope you can learn from my words and um, thank you. Thank you so much for the love, the support, for reaching anyone who has reached out to me. It literally means so much. I took a huge pause partly because I just wasn't even sure if this was helpful to others and the people that have reached out have made me want to continue this and it means the world to me. It really, really does. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Linda and I will see you next time.